Breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to The Glitter Boys. Well, Matthew, you've now been playing in an online Rifts game with me for going on a year, every other weekend. What do you think of the experience playing online so far? You know, it's... I am very much a homebody in my own personal life. I don't go out much. I, you know, professionally, I, I run a party, which is what, what I do to make a living. So when I'm at home, I'm very much at home. I like gaming in, a, in an online environment. There is something to be said for bad snacks and gathered around. But as it turns out, you know, people are disease-filled little monsters. And uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm finding the the changeover to an online gaming world very easy. I'm like I'm I'm taking to it well. I have some. There's not a perfect system yet to do it. A lot of there's a lot of resources, but they're all kind of cobbled together. It feels like. Yeah, I mean, before we even get to the, the fucking platforms, like I'm also a homebody, and like you, I I like gaming at my house so much that because I'm also the person who always runs the games willingly. So mind you, I also like gaming at my gaming table (laughs) and I like having people over. So gaming online does work as well because I don't have to leave the house. So that's a plus, but I, I do miss, I miss being at the table. I miss the, the immediacy of communication and the, the vibe of everybody building off of each other that, that buildup of in-presence energy, but also the mm-hmm. immediate focus. You know, when you're all playing online, it's so much easier for someone to be distracted. Yeah, it's also harder to, like, pass an example around. Like, if you're handing someone a book reference, it's, it's, a, lot, it's a lot harder to do that as opposed to opening a book to a page and handing it across the table. Yeah, digital gaming products make that a lot easier these days, but it's, <laughs> it's not perfect. And nor are the platforms. Yeah, it's, it's a bit rough to game online. Gaming online has come a long, long way since my youth of playing by email kind of stuff. Yeah. It's cool that now we have these live interactive platforms that I, in my teens and 20s, I would have killed for and spent all my Absolutely. time on. There is, while it does have a couple drawbacks, I'd like to mention something. I've had fantastic gaming groups break up because someone had to take a new job and that job was far away in this forum. And in this way of gaming, I I could be anywhere, anywhere with internet. And I, I could still, I wouldn't have to leave my game. And I, I love that about this. I do too. It It's allowed me to play games with some of my best friends on the East coast that, yeah, you know, I wasn't able to play games with for a very long time. And now they don't have their local gaming groups anymore. So a lot of them are going online. So it's so much easier to connect. And speaking of connection, the basic level is having a conversation with your friends. Now, that can easily be done with a phone call or it can be yeah. done with a, a voice chat server or a video chat server. Something like Discord works very well for stuff like this now. Zoom 
has become one of the largest platforms for facilitating online gaming, especially since COVID sent everybody home. And that's why Twitch cries every night. Oh, tell me more. Oh, I don't know. Just Twitch tried to set themselves up as the as not only the video game channel, but also the tabletop channel, and everyone just moved to Zoom and Discord. Well, the thing that pulls Twitch out of this is that Twitch seems more of a showcase. Like, we're doing this thing, and we want you outside people to watch as an audience, whereas Zoom is more of a, we're doing this so we can communicate with each other and actually do the thing. You know, they tried, though, with... uh at the very beginning of COVID with YouTube, Twitch was all over YouTube trying to get you to use that platform to to reach out to not only like tabletop gamers and RPGers, but like people who played board games and, you know, family nights and movie nights and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think Zoom became so popular only because it had been a growing name in office chat solutions. So as soon as everybody was going home and and forced to be online the first people that were really adapting to changing to being online all the time were people who had to work remote all the time. And thus Zoom became the big subject of conversation on all the media sites. And suddenly everybody just like Zoom, 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 Zoom. That's what we're yeah. using. Yeah. And it, I, I'd just like to take a quick side note. If you are not especially technically savvy, Zoom is fantastic. I am not computer illiterate, but I, I I only read at like a sixth grade level when it comes to <laughs> what like uh, everyone else in our gaming group is is tech in in some form or fashion or another, and I am most definitely not. I know sixteen different variations of a Long Island iced tea, but I cannot <laughs> for the life of me keep up with these guys. That said, Zoom and Discord are incredibly intuitive and incredibly easy. So if you are if you are feeling challenged by that. I'm just going to tell you that it's not as much of a challenge as you might be fearing. Yeah, Zoom and Discord are actually pretty easy to set up and install. Discord, I would say, is easier than Zoom because all you have to do is literally press one button on the download and then it just automatically takes care of everything and sets all your stuff up and then you're ready to go. Zoom has some more archaic looking context menus. I mean, they're still new-ish, but Discord... The Discord UI designers make a point of looking modern and hip. So there's a lot more user-friendliness to that design. Yeah. I don't know if our group has used Discord for the for the video chat part, but I've used Discord in the past for video chat. I was using it when I was running the, the Hammer Crawl games for a while, and... Maybe Discord has come a lot long, come come a lot further since then. But I found that at least the video component was pretty lacking. I have to give it another shot though, because Zoom has been disappointing me. The audio in Zoom might agreed just keeps cutting out for me. I don't know why. Just for me. It, it's for funny the- when you said that <laughs> it actually got all muddy in my ears. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Like even as we're doing this podcast, we're meeting via Zoom. But we're also recording locally our own audio tracks, dear listener, because the Zoom audio that we're hearing in our headphones from each other is not the same as the audio that's actually being recorded by the computer. Not even close. Like I constantly hear Matthew coming in and out, getting a little muddy, getting a little tinny and then coming back. But then when I listen to his recording that he sent, it sounds fine. And it's been a problem in our gaming sessions as well, where voices yeah. will suddenly cut out or people just won't be heard or suddenly my mic will just turn itself off in Zoom and I'm like, oh, I have to close and reopen Zoom in order to fix it. 
it feels like they've had a year of high popularity and a lot of money being fed into them from lots of new customers in the COVID days, and they haven't really seemed to improve. And I feel that's a shame. So we're yeah. going to try Discord again soon. I would also like to say that Zoom and online gaming in and of itself has been the saving grace of so many of us during this very, very difficult time, something we've never faced before as you know, as a nation or as a species, really, to be so interconnected, to have the freedom of travel that we've had, and to have that suddenly taken away. And I would just like to say that if you are feeling isolated, there are so many, so many people looking for more people to play in their games. And I mean, not us, we got plenty. No, there, there, there really are. There's a lot of games looking for people. There's a lot of people reaching out right now. And if you've been looking for a time to get back into gaming, to sit down around a table, even virtually, now is probably the best time ever to reach back out and find new friends to a hobby that you may have, you know, let go a while ago. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Kept me sane. Yeah. Like if... Like right now I'm, I'm pretty isolated just, you know, doing this podcast and, um, doing, uh, our gaming sessions. I mean, it's great. It's, it, it reminds me and takes me to, you know, back to the, the old days of sitting around in someone's basement playing games. And it's, it's fantastic. We should probably talk about what we're using and <laughs> what the options are instead of, uh, somewhat all these feelers yeah well yeah i imagine this episode's gonna run a little long that's fine with the platforms the closest thing to sitting around a gaming table then is going to be something that can be a virtual tabletop as or vtt as they call it there's a number of those out there and roll 20 astral tabletop forge several of these but stepping back the concept of a vtt is to duplicate or replicate your experience that you would have at a gaming table together as best as possible using digital versions of your same gaming tools. So dice are simulated via random number generation methods and formulas that you can type in for different types of dice effects. You can use little tokens and icons to move minis over an imported digital map from a source of your own design or from something released online. And they have built-in uh, chat macros and communications tools. Many of them try to be like an all-in-one package. Some of them require additional outside things to use as well. But the most popular one out there, Roll20, I think currently does everything, including video mm-hmm. and voice. The last time I tried Roll20, their video and voice, however, was terrible. Is that why we don't? Yeah. I have personal reasons that I don't use Roll20. One of them Ooh, is... what are those? Yeah. One of them is... Okay, the less personal of the two main reasons I don't use Roll20 is I hate their interface. I don't like the colors. I don't like the arcane aspect of interacting with their menus. And I, I just don't enjoy using Roll20. The more personal gripe is I have a distaste for a particular person who if not owns he at least runs or is involved in the management of that company Uh, there was an event uh, 
online that anyway, tell you what, uh, listener, I will link a thing. It's a it's a Reddit post that I believe is the third or fourth most downvoted post on Reddit because of this guy's crappy attitude. And it's fun read. You might yourself get incensed, but I will also note that I've had a distaste for this person for months, if not years, before that incident. And their way of interacting with their customers, I'm not a fan. It really turned me off. Terrible customer service on that front. So I don't I don't support Roll20. Currently, uh, we, we use an alternative to Roll20, which I found pretty easy to use. I especially like the uh, editable character sheet on Astral, which is what we're using right now. Um, now, I'm not sure, does Astral itself support, it's not an all-in-one. The tabletop is nice, and I imagine we can change the the one tabletop we've been using for the past year. It, it does have in-game chat. It has good rolling, very easy to do. Does it, does it have voice and video? I've never looked into it. I don't think it does. I think it might have voice, but it's, if it does, which I don't think it does. If it does, it's at a point that's not the best. Um, and I'm pretty sure it does not have video. Why did we settle on Astral? What what uh, what brought us here? What brought me to Astral was beginning of COVID. I was following Reddit, an RPG community where people were talking about what are the best VTTs to check out now that everybody's online. And something about the way that it was advertised and they were offering a special for people uh, who are, you know, gaming on Astral for the first time to to try out all of the fully functional, deeper paid for features for free. So I checked it out and it was cool. And I liked their support. I liked the immediacy of responses from their dev team. Um, it was fun. It, it just a good, it seems like a, a good platform and a better community, in my opinion, yeah. than Roll20. So let's talk about what we're using right now as we, we, we settle down to a game. We're actually running uh, three programs at the same time. We're running Zoom, yeah, Discord, and Astral. Yes. Now, uh, the Zoom is just so we can kind of see each other. Correct. That's it. And I also use Zoom's built-in recording feature to mm-hmm. automatically record a session so that I can not have to take notes during a session and instead listen to it afterward on a little bit faster playback speed and take notes as I listen. Yeah. But I don't need Zoom to do that. I could get this fancy mixer here, conveniently <laughs> also called a Zoom, that, that can do the same thing. So we use Zoom to talk to each other. We also talk to each other mainly in the form of memes and snide little side comments through Discord. Yeah, and GIFs. One of our, one of our players, uh, Brandon, is especially on point with that. Yeah, his GIF game is very strong. If, you, if you're trying to uh, to describe something, it's very easy just to throw up a picture of it. Yeah. Just use your Google Foo, find it, toss it in there. And then we're on Astral. And Astral is where we do some of our rolling. We establish occasionally marching orders when we're doing that, uh, dragging all the people in line. We put sometimes our, our enemies down on there. Though I still think uh, our first coalition fight is still up on our Astral. <laughs> It might be. I, I, yeah. No, I, I think I've cleared that one out by now. We've, right. we've had a few fights since. No, I did because of the spiders. Yeah. Right. So primarily as a GM, the only reason that I started using Astral for Rifts is for the initiative tracking. I use a custom initiative system, and I didn't want to have people re-rolling every round, counting big numbers, and telling me what they were. 
So I use Astral for initiative. It's got a built-in initiative tracker. It's pretty solid. I that's basically all I care about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people can use it for the digital dice rolling if they like as well, because you can pre-program things and just have it so that you press one button on your keyboard and it rolls initiative or it does your alpha strike calculations or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot you can actually get into that. I haven't gotten into programming in every weapon. And some of that is because my character sheet is complete, but I haven't done the action rolls. And a lot of that is I am, I'm kind of old school. My character sheet, the one I use, like I'll update the astral one, but the one I use is written in pencil on line paper. And I like having my dice. I do too. Yeah. I do all my dice rolls physically. I will actually, and I've done this a couple of times, grab my little Logitech web, web camera to show my dice. I have a dice cam. <laughs> yeah. We also use, what is it? Uh, Google Drive? Google Drive is our current solution for sharing files, character files and house rules, whatnot. That contains things like our loot lists. Thank God all for the plot hooks. Oh my God. Yeah. One of our, one of our people does this like real time, amazing, amazing amount of note taking. I would like to say, because he's been giving my character hell lately, that he spells like a drunk three-year-old. But, <laughs> but seriously, the, the, the amount of time he puts in on that is, is, is really incredible. And it's been a really good tool, especially in a very complicated game like we're playing now, to have something to refer to. So I, I, w- I would say that qualifies as a fourth, that we, we use Google Drive. And occasionally we use a fifth. Now, we've only used this a couple times. Honestly, our your group might not even might not have even used it. I know I've used it with the other group two or three times. And that is a website called Aggie.io. That's A-G-G-I-E. And yeah, we haven't used that. It is simply a live collaborative drawing tool. And the only reason I use it is because well, there's a lot of other tools out there that do the same thing. There's Whiteboard Fox, which we used in Hammercrawl for a while, and a few others, but the specific reason I went with Aggie.io was because it had a nice white background that things looked clearer on when I was drawing them. Mm-hmm. It updated live on other players' website or uh, web browsers after I gave them the link and they could just follow along what I was doodling out. But it worked with my stylus on my tablet. So ah, there it is. It, it was the only one I could find that actually had perfect, precise, very intuitive tablet controls. So being able to do that, I could just have my tablet, my stylus, and just draw things out, and then players can immediately see it on the screen. Astral has a drawing feature too, but it's it's way more basic than that. You know, that drawing feature on Astral could be could serve my needs. When I was looking for a solution for that one thing, of course, Astral was the first place I decided to check it out because they had just at that point released that tool. It sadly doesn't work with a stylus on any of the yeah. apps that I've used on my tablet. So, Well, we love you, Astral. Yeah. Get on that. I've, I submitted a bug report on it. I, I hope that they improve that because then I could yeah. just ditch Aggie <laughs> entirely. <laughs> so what it looks like is... NPC will drop a link in Discord, uh, a Zoom link. We all join in. And we all have uh, logged in previously to Astral. So what we do is, what what I personally do is I open up 
new windows, not new tabs, but new windows. I will overlay Zoom onto the chat feature area of Astral, leaving room at the bottom for my dice, my dice rolling commands. Then I have Discord on another window, and I just pop back and forth between them. The only thing that really stays open all the time is uh, Zoom and Astral. And everything else just kind of, I, I flip back and forth to it. I don't know what your workflow is like. You're probably incorporating other things too, like uh, PDFs. And- yeah, so my setup, and I will actually take a picture of this afterward and, and post it. I've been posting a few pictures online already with the last batch of episodes to showcase some of the stuff. And that shows off a tiny part of my my desk here, or at least my gaming setup. I've got my big ass gaming table, which I unfortunately can't have people at right now. So I've <laughs> I've commandeered a third of it at the end and turned it into my my gaming, my online gaming slash possibly streaming platform. And by gaming, I mean tabletop, not video gaming. I do that at a different desk. So I've got my area right in front of me where I sit that is flat, open, and has uh, laid out a few sheets of very quick reference material. I've custom assembled my own personal GM screen. I lay it out. I've got some you know quick reference charts just laying right there flat on the table. I should probably just laminate them or put put them under glass or something because they're not moving. Yeah, but that's also where I lay my books out if I'm referencing something. In front of that, I got my keyboard and got my mouse to the right here, and I've got this setup that is constantly changing in regards to electronics that currently consists of two laptops that are (laughs) kind of on top of each other. And both of them have a connection going to an HDMI monitor right in front of me that's kind of down set into the table. And I can switch back and forth if I need to switch with a little uh, USB switch thingy here. And it works fine. It's wonderful. I've got one screen that is dedicated only to Discord. And Mm. then the other two screens I have just tabbing back and forth either between PDFs or Astral or whatnot. No, sorry, not Discord. One screen that is only Zoom. (laughs) Just so I'm constantly seeing your faces. I should probably do something similar. I have a plethora of old laptops that would certainly run everything but Zoom. I I think my my windowed thing is is starting to annoy me. I don't have enough screens on my on my desk. Uh, there is one neat thing that if you're running Windows 10, you can do. And you can actually do this with Mac as well, but it's a slightly different control. If you're running Windows 10 and you do a Windows tab, it will take you into the the meta view of everything you've got open. And then just up at the top, hit new desktop. And uh, you can add an yeah, infinite number of, well, about that. a large number of desktops that you can then switch back and forth with a single control windows left or control windows right just back swap 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 mm-hmm. so all you got to do is set your windows up how you want in each desktop and then tap 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 and it's it's so much quicker i uh <clears throat> i knew that <laughs> oh and if you're using a laptop and it's got a modern touch screen with a three finger swipe it does the same thing or maybe yeah. it's four uh three or four depending upon your your make and model but you can just swipe back and forth between desktops. I'm going to looking at looking at our runtime here. I'm going to bring it back to something real fast. Okay. I'm, I I I talked about the the isolation a lot of us feel. We are evolving in in a very interesting way 
it is not 100% the same connection that I, that I would feel uh, sitting around a gaming group with my friends. I will say, however, it is, it's really close. Like it, it's, it's not bad. I, there's certain rituals. Like when I have people over and we're gaming, I, I, I feed them. I like to cook for them. Yeah. A collective meal is always fun. That that's, that's, that's old humans at the cave mouth kind of thing here, you know, take the food. And I mean, it is, of course, the experience is missing things like that. But I mean, you can still do your, your easy cheese and chicken with a biscuit. You just can't help and, and, and hand one off to the, to the, to the GM. It's, it's, it's damn close. And it's, it's certainly, it's certainly moving in this way. And we are past 7 billion people on this planet. This is not going to be, this is not going to be our only plague. I think it's important to get this stuff worked out. And I, I really look forward to seeing what, what, what happens like uh for your birthday recently nathaniel you had a uh a virtual dinner where you ordered food for people and that was that was awesome thanks and you had everyone in a in a meeting place and they were all chatting and you know that was I mean, it wasn't the same no but it was it was damn close it was it was a really great idea and i think that with a modicum of imagination and these really great tools that that you know dick tracy is just jumping off a cliff over <laughs> fuck you and your risk communicator but, um, that there, there's really nothing you can't accomplish in in this particular system you you can get damn close to what you to what you remember and i i think that's that's important to note that the the feeling isn't as disconnected if you're not doing it now it's not as disconnected as you might imagine i agree and thanks for noting that i mean it's spot on we yeah. We got to stay sane and we are a social people. And even, even some of the most introverted curmudgeons out there are feeling it. And they're definitely, if you, you want to get your game on and if that's the way that you cope with the world, if, if gaming is your, your number one release, do it online. It's not as hard anymore as it used to be. Yeah. It's really simple. And I mean, you don't have to make it as involved as we do. Like you could literally do this just with Zoom or just just God. enough to see each other's faces. You could do it over a phone call even. You don't have to see each other's faces if you don't want to. It helps though. It really does. It makes it so much more of a personal experience. Yeah. But there, there's a plethora of options out there. And we'd just like to take this this moment to encourage you to to seek out one of them. If you're listening to a podcast about palladium you're probably a fairly serious gamer and if you're going without right now you don't need to and i suppose that's the long and short of this segment right there there's ways and they're they're very affordable a lot of some of them are free it's it's very doable so you you should do it if you're not already and if you already are and you have your own methods that we haven't covered or if you have advice or techniques uh, that you want us to bring up or address or just to share with us, please send them our way. Let us know. Oh, yeah. If you've got a better system, tell us. We, yeah. We'd love to hear about it or even even different ways of doing things. That would be fantastic. Also, you can might as well uh, sing as how we're talking about it. You can uh, join our group on on Discord and and talk to us. We have a, uh, a Glitter Boys Discord and you're you're welcome to join there and say hello. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we would be thrilled. That's all we got for this. That's our longest one. You'd think with all the stuff yeah. we've done. 
But honestly, this is this has been an important topic, and I I'm glad we talked about it. Yeah, me too. We got we got pretty personal there, and I like that. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. 